This is It Just Takes One. One person, one experience, one idea, one moment to change your life. Here's what's coming up on today's show. The process was about getting it all out. But then what I shared came into, or what I wanted to share came into vision. And I remember that whole weekend thinking, I just don't have anything to write and this is so hard and nobody needs to hear my story. And I don't know if you remember that very last phone call that we had where I was just on fire because it all came full circle. And it just, I knew exactly what I needed to share and exactly the format that I needed to share it in. And resulted in something that I'm very proud of. I'm wondering how many of you have coffee table books. I'm talking about those kind of books that we want to set on our coffee table because they're so beautiful. And they're not the kind of books that we need to read from cover to cover. They are books that we pick up from time to time, open the pages, get an inspiration, read something small, look at a picture and put them away feeling a little bit better. I have those kind of books. I have them on my coffee table. I have them on my nightstand. I even have them on the bookshelf near my bed. (laughs) These are the kind of books that when I just want a short little something, I open it up, read it, get an inspiration, and I can put it away feeling better afterwards. Well, if you like those kind of books, then you are going to love this episode. Today, I'm interviewing Katherine Owens, and she wrote a coffee table book, one of those books that you can just pick up, open it, and get inspired. Her book is called Shine On You, Crazy Diamond, Even When Your Crown Feels Heavy. (laughs) It's an intriguing title. And Catherine explains where she came to that title and why she chose that as the title of her book. And she talks a lot more about writing, about telling her story, and about what inspired her to write this beautiful coffee table book. I'm going to let her share the rest. So I invite you to sit back and listen in as Catherine Owens shares her story. Hello, Catherine. Welcome to It Just Takes One. Kelly, thank you. It's good to be here. So good to be here. I am reminded of not very long ago, the very first conversation that we ever had. And we talked about you had a vision for a book. And now as I'm looking at you, your book is sitting right on the bookshelf over your shoulder. Yes, it was not that long ago. In fact, I think it was just this past summer that I finally decided it was time and I think the universe lines up when you make a decision and I found you great. So it's fantastic. Absolutely agree with you. It's funny how when you sort of get in alignment with what you want to do in the universe just brings everything that you need to you to make it happen. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the book first. And I will let people know that this is actually not your first book. You actually published another book before this one. So let's just talk about that one for a minute first. Yes, that book, Be Your Own Hero, Senior Living Decisions Simplified, that was a little bit easier to write just because it was very um, in line with my profession and working with seniors and their families. 
So it didn't require as much vulnerability. It was um, really just industry focused. So it was a different process than this book. And I think that's really what made this book just a lot more personal and a lot longer of a process for me. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to get into that because I think the writing process is so unique for everybody. And you had a pretty interesting process that you went through. So uh, let's share some of that with these listeners, thinking that a lot of the people listening are people who might, not, might like to write a book and really don't know what goes into doing it. So when you decided you were going to do this book, which was going to be more personal, wasn't going to be the platform book that your first one was, you decided to do our write a book in a weekend event. Describe what that was, why you decided that was the way to do it. And then we can talk a little bit about that weekend and kind of how we went through that process. Well, I am one of those people that I'm a go-getter and I get things done and I also procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> and with my first book, it was a topic that nobody discusses, but it was a topic that I discussed every day in my professional life. This book was a topic that nobody discusses, and I did not want to discuss. And so that made it a little bit more difficult um, to write out the book. I started about five years ago and did the first draft and realized it was going to require quite a bit of vulnerability on my part. And again, talking about things that I don't talk about that I prefer to just have it all together and pretend like everything's perfect. Um, but when I decided that I finally needed to finish this project for myself, whether or not I published a book, I needed to go through the journey of finishing this project. And I sat down with my husband one day last summer and I just said, it's time, I have to do it. And I have to do it for myself. And so I started to look for weekend boot camps. I had done that with my first book. It allowed me to have a sense of accountability. It allowed me to have a sense of just taking an allocated amount of time and focusing on it um, instead of coming up with excuses or distractions. And so I knew that I needed something that would allow me to really talk through the vision with someone and also get it on the path to um, going towards publication. And so that's where I found you guys um, and inquired about this weekend, virtual weekend that you guys had, and um, we connected. And those virtual weekends are always a unique experience. Every one of them that we've run has had its own unique group. It, I always think that the people that need to be there show up and they happen to be for whatever reason the people that needed to be together that weekend even though they never met before that moment so you actually did that with another uh, one of our soon-to-be authors and the two of you were writing very different books but came together in that weekend to help and support each other. Share a little bit about what that was like to be able to share this with somebody else that you had never met before and, and what came of that. Kelly, great points. When I first signed up for this, because when I did this previously, it was a weekend on site with other people. I actually was wondering if the virtual was going to be beneficial, and I think it was actually a lot more beneficial. Um, and it was interesting. I do agree with you that you are put with the people that you need to be put with. 
And when I first met Carly, I thought, oh my gosh, we could not be two more different individuals and two more different um, women. Um, and so I wondered throughout the weekend how that was going to go. And honestly, she was exactly who I needed. And it was someone that came in with a different perspective, with a different background that was really helpful for me. And I also realized that despite the different lifestyles that we live or the different um, things that we're going through as individual women, again, what this book is about is that we all go through similar things. And um, she was a great validation for that and just a great person to bounce things off of. And her story being so different from mine, it was interesting how much it actually motivated me. Just because, um, little side note, I have a twin sister who is complete opposite of me. And I always felt like we just really never had much in common. And Carly is so much like my twin sister. And it just made me realize we actually do have so many things in common. And it it just helped with that relationship. I can't even explain all the different things that came out of that weekend that I never even imagined would happen. And I do completely agree. She was exactly who I needed that weekend. Yeah. And I was on a call with her the other day and she said something very similar about you. And when she gets her book done and we do a podcast, I'm sure she'll share that same thing uh, because you have inspired her and motivated her as well. And just the connection that she made with you that weekend was was equally powerful. So I, I just always kind of let that fall into place and, and love watching the relationships develop. In your case, it was unique because you came into that weekend with sort of a general idea of what you were going to write about, not exactly sure how and you know how it was all going to come out. Uh, but you actually came out of that weekend with a completely different vision. Describe how you went through from where it started to where it ended in, in the version that's right there behind you. You bring up a really good point. And it was interesting because the vision that I had for this book for the past five years is not what this book ended up as. And I really feel like it ended up the way it needed to be. And I spoke earlier about having the opportunity that weekend to talk through the vision and talk through different things. And really I needed to work through that myself and working through that with you guys was beneficial just because it forced me to really think about what is it that I'm trying to say? Um, you, one of the barriers the last five years, as I mentioned, was the vulnerability. And one of the things that stuck with me that weekend and after that weekend was when you said, just write it out just write it out, even if it doesn't end up in your book, because I was getting blocked and stopped by worrying about what everyone was going to think, you know, if they read my story or the people that were in my story, what would they think? And so it really hindered the process for me. And just that simple, just write it out. Once I started going through that process, again, going back to, I needed to do this for me. The process was about getting it all out. But then what I shared came into, or what I wanted to share came into vision. And I remember that whole weekend thinking, I just don't have anything to write. And this is so hard and nobody needs to hear my story. And I don't know if you remember that very last phone call that we had where I was just on fire because it all came full circle. And it just 
I knew exactly what I needed to share and exactly the format that I needed to share it in and resulted in something that I'm very proud of. Yeah, yeah. It's actually interesting when you said that and you thought, you know, what am I going to write about? And now the book, you know, the 400 page book that, mm-hmm. that is exactly what needs to be said. And we'll, we'll describe that. Don't, you know, I don't want that to scare readers away, you know, 400 pages, but very meaningful, very unique, very unique kind of book is what came out. I'm really glad you just shared that piece though, because I do talk to a lot of people and I think people listening may understand what you're describing where you know you want to write something because you've got something that you've got to share, but it feels very vulnerable. It feels like it's going to be critiqued and judged and people are going to think differently. And, you know, so you end up being stopped either not starting at all or writing something that's not real because you don't really want to go under the surface. So what you just described is all of those barriers, but once you just let it flow, recognizing that you weren't taking any risk by writing it down, that at some point it would be edited to what it needed to be, um, it sort of let that barrier down. And what came out was something very unique and special. Well, thank you. You know, the whole premise of the book is about women having the courage to be who they are. And not only is that hard to do just every day, but to actually put it out in writing, you know, is just another step of being vulnerable. And so that again goes back to the process. I really do think writing a book is more about the journey and the process and the self-discovery than just the finished product. Um, It's a wonderful thing when you do have that finished product um, and your voice is there, but I wouldn't trade the process for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're sharing that. The other part of that that I'm thinking is, and another concern that I remember we spoke about, and it's something that I hear a lot of people talk about is they start writing their story and they're afraid that it's becoming all about them. And that's not the vision. You really want it to be something that's for somebody else to get something from. And so when you finally got clear on the vision, I know that was a component of it, that you could see how you could make this really valuable for the reader and that it wasn't all about you at all. It was in fact, all about them. Exactly. And I think that it's important that people use personal stories that are relatable and personal experiences. And actually one of the reasons that I wanted to write this book five years ago was really when I became aware that I wasn't alone, that women in general oftentimes go through such similar things um, that we're just taught as women or we're conditioned or, you know, just the way society views things. And so Um, being able to share my personal story and how it relates and then also make it relatable to other people that might be going through similar things was really a goal I had. Um, And you talk about it being unique. I wanted it to be something that it's not a linear book. You could use it or the different topics at any time. You might be going through different things through different stages in your life. And so some things might apply now that might not apply 
later. Um, but it's something that you can hopefully reference as things come up. So it, I'm glad you mentioned, don't be alarmed at the size. Whenever someone sees the book, they go, wow, I didn't realize it was this big. Um, a lot of short personal stories and then a lot of quotes that really support that. So it's a lot of quotes, not, <laughs> not a lot of reading. Yes. And, and part of the reason for that was because you were showing me as we were talking through the whole process, some of the books that you have on your shelf that are the just special books for you that are meaningful. And you were saying the books that you love are the ones that you could put out on the coffee table, pick up, open up, get something from it, put it down and, and walk away and know that you got something. So you're, what you realized is that you could create something like that interspersing some of your personal story so it's relatable but also making it very much like you said somebody might need something at some time and they could just literally pick it up and open to any page and get something and the beautiful thing about quotes is people apply them to themselves differently and they mean different things to people differently and so it's not just my story it's reading something and someone understanding or taking that and how it applies to them at their life and how it motivates them and so i do believe quotes are powerful and i think that at different times in our lives they mean different things so to your point i wanted it to be something that was just you could use at any time in any situation well some of the feedback that you're already getting and i'm going to read one of the reviews uh, from, from Goodreads, actually, mm -hmm. some of the feedback that you've been getting has validated exactly what you just described. And this is from Brooke Roberts. And she wrote, so much of this book speaks to me, and it is exactly what I needed to read at this moment in my life. I felt like I was listening to a good friend share her journey and uplift and empower me at the same time. This book will definitely be cracked open as needed when my crown feels heavy. Keep shining, Catherine Owens. I love that. And that's exactly what I wanted it to do was just to be something that um, was relatable to women and empowered and encouraged and motivated women to, you know, just be true to who they are and to keep shining. Yeah. And to keep shining and to know that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. We're exactly. all here to help you lift the load when that crown feels a little bit heavy. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the uh, the title of the book, because when you got the title, you you lit up. <laughs> I yes. remember it. You said, well, I know what it's going to be. The title of the book is Shine On, You Crazy Diamond, Even When Your Crown Feels Heavy. Where did that, I, I know where it came from, but where? why that title? And, and what does that mean to you? You know, it's funny because that was not the title that I had for five years. And that was not the title that I came to, to that weekend with you um, that I brought with me. And it, again, it wasn't till the very end of the weekend that that just, I knew that was the title. And I didn't realize it at the time, but um, you had mentioned this throughout the weekend on our phone calls, our check-in phone calls that I would often refer to standing in your light. And um to me, I've always just looked at light as people's it's soul, their soul. It's who they are. It's it's what they resonate. It's their individual um, being. And 
I actually was looking back throughout my Facebook yesterday. And in 2014, I posted shine on you crazy diamond. And I put my personal mantra and it, it just has always been, you know, I think sometimes we try to diminish what makes us unique and we try to, um, we feel bad maybe for what we perceive as flaws or imperfections or because it's not the social norm of what beauty is or what success is. And I think the crazy diamond part is, you know, we're all different. We all have things that um, make us shine differently and we all have things that make us unique and to be proud of that and to share that and to keep um, allowing others to experience that. And so that was where that came from. That even when your crown feels heavy part, you know, I, I think women downplay what they're going through so often. And we are very resilient, strong creatures. And, you know, it's so easy to say I'm fine and things are fine. And I start out the book by sharing that oftentimes we have no idea what women are going through. And, you know, we just keep it together even when things are heavy and we're going through hard times. And so um, it's more about that empowerment, that encourage that even when times are hard, keep shining and being true to who you are. Don't diminish who you are because um, of expectations or pressures or fear of disappointing people. So it was, it's been interesting because I've gotten a lot of feedback on the title. And when I first started sharing it with people on my vision, um, it wasn't negative feedback, but I think a lot of people just didn't quite understand or they thought it was too lengthy or kind of silly or random. And as people have read the book, it really is something that is resonating with them. And so I think um, it's just more about being true to who you are and continuing to shine and um, without apology or hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that reference to just everybody being unique and everybody has their own, you know, we're, we're all diamonds, but no two diamonds are alike, right? Every, mm -hmm. Everyone has their own shine. And, and I think that's great. I also, I'm going to share, if you don't mind, um, right what you were talking about, that whole concept of I'm fine, you know, that... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we even had a conversation in that weekend event with Carly about that whole, because we're so yes. just blanket statement. I'm fine. I'm fine. And your, your very first chapter in the book, as you said, you lead, lead the book off with this tearing down the castle walls. And in here you write, I wasn't quite ready to tear down the walls, but I did open a few windows and shared some of the struggles I was going through. And what happened was exactly what my counselor knew would happen. I learned I was not alone that they too had struggles they were working through that no one really knew about, even the ones I thought had it all together. It made me realize how often we really have no idea what others are going through, that we as women often feel we need to put on the smile and say, I'm fine, when we really aren't, all to play the role of being strong and having it all together, even on the days when just getting out of bed takes all the strength we have. Absolutely. It and I talk about this in my journey throughout the book um, of kind of getting back to me um, and getting back to my light and shining. And I was challenged to really just let people see, you know, to not say I'm fine, to just let people see that, you know, I had hard days and I didn't have it all together and that I was human and I was real. And that was a, you'll read about it in the book, but 
that was a really hard thing for me because my protection and my walls were always just having everything perfect in its place. And um, people always commented that, you know, you just, you're such a strong woman, you have everything together. So to be able to just, like I said, open a few windows and slowly let people just hear about what I was going through was was empowering. And that was really what started this process of wanting to write this book, just to give permission to women to say, you know what, I'm not fine. I'm having a hard day. And it's okay. Yeah. And if you share it, we'll carry it together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And so tearing down the castle walls is as you started and you actually begin the book with a letter or uh, an excerpt that you had written long time ago. Share a little bit about what that was about and why that was the beginning of the book. Are you referencing the journal entry from when I was 14? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I start with a journal entry from when I was 14 and I was, I've always been, I wanna say I was a kid that was very positive, but I've always just been this, um, person that believed I could do anything. And I loved it when people told me I couldn't because it just really was the fuel to prove that I could. Um, and I was always the one that just motivated people all the time and just knew that I had something to contribute and that I could make a difference in people's lives. And so that was the start of the book, just kind of sharing who I just was. It was innate in my character from a very young age. Um, and then I share a journal entry from 30 years later, you know, when 30 years of life happening and kind of being taught what is socially acceptable, what's, you know, not acceptable, how you should act, how you should behave, 30 years of my coping mechanisms playing a role in how I responded to things, um, and it was pretty eye-opening to me. I used that just because when I went back and read that um, a few years after I wrote it, it was just, I didn't realize what a dark place I was in at that time. And I don't think anybody else realized what a dark place I was in at that time, just because I was fine mm -hmm. and I had it all together. Mm -hmm. And yet, you figured out a way, you got support, you got some help, you worked through it, you went on and, and kept going and you tore down those walls. You tore down, you mm -hmm. opened the windows just a little bit and you walked through. And then you talk about, so you open the, the windows, you open the door to the cage mm -hmm. and you start to look at what's out there. Talk about that cage. What is, and it's a metaphor. You know, this cage that maybe some of us feel like we're in or at different points in our life, maybe we feel like we're in. Mm -hmm. Talk about what that cage is and what it meant to you. So in chapter two, we all live in a cage with the door wide open is I think sometimes for me and I, I've seen with other people when they've shared with me is we let expectations define how we should be living our life. We let um social conditioning, religious upbringing, expectations from family and friends on define how we should be living our life. And, and so we construct this life and, and we develop these patterns all to please other people and all to fit into this expectation 
um, of what is right and wrong, good and bad, um, successful, unsuccessful. And the door wide open is we all, it's so easy. We all have the ability to decide this is not me. This is not my truth. And to decide what type of life we want to live that really resonates with who we are as an individual and, and not just the life we want to live, but our beliefs. I think so, you know, for me, I talk about, I was brought up in a very religious home. So from the time I was young, I was taught to believe that this is right and wrong. This is, you know, this is the definition of everything good and bad. And it was giving myself permission to just question and say, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself in this cage, but really what's out there, you know, does that resonate more with who I am than what this definition um, of what I've been taught is? So it really, the whole book is about just getting back to that 14 year old girl, you know, getting back to me, getting back to who I was that this individual that knew I had a difference to make that knew I had um, the ability to do whatever I set my mind to that knew that I could impact people's lives instead of just being this quiet, submissive, you know, individual in this cage, it just went along with what everybody expected. Um, and I talk about, you know, our, our wings, you know, it's like we get debris in them and that's that shame and that's that guilt and the expectation. And so all those things hold us back. And so clearing out, working through, and that's where that process that I went through with you guys in going through writing this book, when I talk about the process, it was that personal process of letting go of all of that and just being able to be free and to soar and to grow and to learn and to to just really be everything that I'm capable of being. And that's what I want this book to be for women is to realize, let go of all that stuff that's holding you back, that's keeping you in that cage and become the incredible woman that you're meant to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, in the, the third chapter where you're talking about burning the box, you say burning the box is about the idea that we can as individuals question the things we are taught and if who we are as individuals resonates with those teachings, it's allowing ourselves to take the time to find out who we are and what we define as right and wrong, what love, service, family, and success mean, what our idea of beauty and self-worth are composed of and are. It's about throwing out the checklist, the checkoff list of traditional and cultural standards and expectations of religion, sexuality, success, and beauty that are keeping you from discovering and growing into the amazing individual and person that you are. It's about giving yourself permission to define your own values, dreams, desires, expectations, and purpose for your life. Absolutely. And I think um, for me, just even writing this book was giving myself permission and giving myself permission to speak from my heart to share my story to say this is me this is who I am this is what's impacted my life this is my journey um, and we so often just worry about what we've been taught what other people are going to think how is that going to upset the apple cart you know what is my family going to think what are my friends going to think um, instead of saying and questioning you know what is it that gives me my sense of purpose and sense of knowing who I am. So it, it, it is, I think the hardest part is giving yourself permission. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and that's a big, big first step. It's that big, you know, mm -hmm. leap out of the cage and in hope that your wings 
work. Um, but you bring up another point, and I think it's an, it's another important one to discuss because we, you and I discussed it, but we've also, I've worked with a lot of other authors who have this same concern. And that is when you start to really write your story and it involves family or friends mm -hmm. or people around you, a lot of times you're very, very afraid to write because you don't, you know, again, we're, we're hemmed in by the expectation or not wanting to hurt anybody else um, or not wanting people to know the whole story or, you know, all these things that we, we put in our way. At some point you decided you were going to write and you were going to write your story and you were going to write it the way you wanted to write it. But there were some pieces that you were concerned about with your family. You didn't, you wanted to be sensitive to other people around you. Share a little bit about what that was like and kind of how you got to that ability to write it and to be okay with it. And then maybe a little bit of what's happened since, since your family and friends have, have read it. Yes. So we did talk quite a bit about that. And as I mentioned, that really was a barrier for me just in even writing this book. Um, even if I wasn't going to publish it, just writing it, because as I shared my story, I, I realized I was sharing part of their story. And was that fair to them? Um, was, you know, so being respectful of that. And um, you mentioned this book wasn't all about me. I really wanted it to be where I shared my story, but I did it in a way that wasn't um, playing the victim or pointing the fingers or bashing anyone or um, none of that. I just wanted it to be um, truthful and honest. Um, and I, in, in the beginning of the book, I did write a disclaimer. And again, it was part of me feeling like I have to say that I was sensitive to that. And I thought about it quite a bit. Um, and there was a point where I mentioned that I even thought about not saying anything, but that went against everything that this book was about giving yourself permission to talk about things. I think we're, we're taught so much to not talk about things that to just keep it to ourselves. And so it's okay to say, this was hard. It's okay to say, I'm upset about this. It's okay to say this impacted me. Um, and I realized I didn't need to share details and names and things like that to but I could still share the experience. I could still share how things impacted me. Um, and I struggled all the way up until my book launch party on um, just how it would impact certain people that were close to me. And I got to a point right before that where I realized that I was okay. I wanted it. I was okay with how it was going to be received just because Again, part of that process of coming to terms with this is who I am. This is my story. This is my truth. Um, and hoping that it would allow people in my life to also use this book and this tool as an opportunity to grow and heal and um, work through their own individual stories. And the funny thing happened is. Actually, um, the night of my launch party, the one person I was concerned about reading this book came up to me and said, thank you for doing this in such a tasteful and graceful way. And that um, 
they were proud of it. And it was validation for me that, you know, as difficult as things are, we still need to talk about them. We still need to give other people the opportunity to um, hear our story and be empowered by it and to be inspired by it. So I would say to anyone that's, you know, going through that barrier and that process, because I've taught every author I've talked with that's writing a book has brought that up. And I keep sharing with them what you share, just write it out. Just go through the process of just getting it out. Um, just for your own self, your own personal growth, your own personal healing. There's a story in you and I believe it needs to get out. And whether it's in the book or not, it needs to get out. So, yeah, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I, and I'm glad that you were able to share that because I do know it, it's a big concern for people. And we've had people stop the process because they were so worried about, as you described, writing somebody else's story and, you know, just sensitive to it. But to recognize that just as what happened in your case, that it does actually open a door. It, it, it opens a door to possibility for healing, for more awareness, deeper awareness, um, conversation, communication in some cases. You know, some people we've talked to haven't, haven't spoken to family members in years or, you know, seen people in years. And, and sometimes you write it and, and you share it and suddenly it, it bridges the gap. So there's possibility in it without being insensitive, but actually being very sensitive mm -hmm. so that it can become a gift and, and not something, like you said, bashing or blaming or anything that it isn't meant to be. Well, I, I do believe that you could talk about sensitive topics in a respectful and caring way. And again, back to the disclaimer, if I was to not write about those things or speak about those things, I I would be keeping myself in that cage of worrying about what are people going to think and giving people the right to read it and hear it. You know, if it helps them get out of that cage of what are people going to think or how should I respond to certain things, then it's been successful. Yeah, absolutely. You have mentioned already just a couple of the titles of the chapters. And as we're talking about some of these topics, I can't help but bring up some of these titles because we're talking about them, but you actually <clears throat> worded them so beautifully. I wanna share just a couple of them. We've already said behind these castle walls, we all live in a cage with the door wide open, burn the box, um, just a couple of other ones. And, and I'll, I'll throw out a couple and then feel free to speak to any of them. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Flaws are the new fabulous, beautifully broken. Own your story. Failure is not the other F word. Self-love does not spell selfish. No U turns ahead. When the crown feels heavy, celebrate your strength. Sprinkle kindness like confetti. A no panties left behind tribe. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be Wonder Woman. Put on your big girl pants and be your own hero. You can't keep a good woman down. Wear the crown, be the crown, you are the crown. Which of those 
And you, you kind of chuckled at a couple of them as, as I did, as I read them originally, when you first shared them and said, I've got the titles. Um, just always fun to see where they come from and which ones really speak to you. You know, I'll, I think a few that stood out as you were reading them were um, Flaws are the New Fabulous and Failure Does Not Spell the Other F Word. And the thing about this book is I do feel like there's some really sensitive topics, but I also wanted to make it light in a way um, and fun in other ways. Um, but Flaws are the New Fabulous, and you'll read it in the book, but one of my coping mechanisms, my main coping mechanism through life was just always trying to be perfect. And if to the point where I developed this unhealthy um, thought process that if I had imperfections or people saw imperfections or mistakes that um, that equated to my self-worth, you know, that they weren't going to accept me or love me or, um, and, and it was all defined by always being perfect. And so, you know, as I opened those windows and let a few people in, um, it was those struggles and imperfections and unique qualities and being real and human that actually, you know, helped me grow closer to people. People saw that I actually was just like them and I was going through things that they were going through and to own that, that we're all human, you know, and what we might perceive as a flaw might really be what makes us so unique and beautiful. So it was just more of letting go of that idea that perfection is a requirement and that it's really all of those little flaws, like in a diamond, all those things that really cascade our light and really just um, help us be who we are and true to who we are. So that one, and then, um, Failure is not the other F word, you know, um, I talk about failure as it's always been a double-edged sword for me because I've always believed that failure is part of success, you know, and um, give, we give ourselves permission to fail in the process of trying to learn something new or accomplish something or grow. Um, and then we beat ourselves up for the other side of failure where we feel like we've made mistakes. We've made bad choices. Um, what we let people define as failure. And so for me, it was, I was in this constant battle of, you know, being this girl that's going to do everything I can to make it happen and know that there's going to be obstacles along the way to beating myself up if I didn't get it perfect or right all of the time. And so it was just realizing that we all fail and that it's often a stepping stone to our growth and it's part of the process and it's okay. It's not a bad thing. Um, and it's not another F word. <laughs> we shouldn't be afraid to talk about it <laughs> or say it out loud. Yeah, so. so true. And oh, I think so many of us need to be reminded of that. Um, you know, we're somehow taught that failure is like the, the enemy, you know, when we go through life, being so afraid to fail or the opposite, being so afraid to succeed. But, you know, either way, we're, we're pushing away as opposed to just recognizing it's a step in the process, as you described. It's a, it's a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. the, whatever you failed at is the learning curve, mm -hmm. but also the, I, I call it the tool building kit, right? You mm -hmm. build the tools, the, the fortitude, the resilience, whatever it is that you need to overcome that obstacle 
and then it's there for when you need it again. Um, without the failure, you wouldn't have been able to have that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, again, it's kind of going back to giving yourself permission to just be, to just be human. And I, the other chapter that stands out that um, really was what kept me from writing this book for so long is to own your story. Um, and I talk about a challenge I was given as I was kind of going through this process of getting back to myself um, to write out my life story um, from the earliest memory that I I had. And that was hard for me because again, I had to put it on paper. It, it, it became real. All of those things that I was hiding away or keeping tucked away or not wanting to talk about because I had learned that if you don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. Um, I was putting it out there and I was making it official. Um, and I share my process of sharing that with someone. Um, which was part of the challenge is being able to share your story and just the intense fear and anxiety I had of what someone was going to think if they knew everything about me that was my backstory. And to your point, those are the things that ultimately made me who I am and this woman that I'm proud of. And so it was, you know, accepting that that is part of why you are the person that you are. Um, and owning things that you need to take responsibility for um, and just owning your truth. And that was the process with you in writing this whole book. And it's been interesting as people have read the book, I've had a few people respond just on that one exercise and that they want to go through that process as well. So there's little tidbits in the book of me going through my personal process that people have gleaned from it that they now want to go through and try just for their own personal journey and growth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the most beautiful gifts from the book is that you encourage that you, you speak to the reader and, and inspire it also just mm -hmm. by your story as people relate to it, resonate with it, recognize something in themselves in it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely that door for them. Yeah. And it was interesting. I had a gal um, share with me. She said, throughout the process of reading this book, I saw my daughter, my friends, my mother, she saw all the women in her life at different ages and different things that applied to them. And again, that was my hope is that it's something, there's something in there for every woman that hopefully is motivating, inspiring, um, impactful, and just to hear that women of all ages in all circumstance um, are benefiting from it really is what I was hope hopeful for. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, we were talking just before we got on because my copies are on order, but they haven't arrived yet. Uh, but it is a beautiful book. I, I ordered several copies because it's really a gift book. It's a, it's a beautiful book to give to the women in your life, whoever they are. That, that's another uh, thing I've been hearing is that as people read it, they're, again, they're thinking about the women in their life and they're thinking, this is something I want them to have as well, something that I want them to refer to. And um, thank you for saying it was beautiful. I've also had people say, I just want to have it on display in my, you know, in my office, in my spare room, um, in my living room. So um, it, it is something that, again, I really hope touches women across the board. Agreed. 
So much of the book is these quotes that you pulled together, very unique quotes, not quotes that you, you see, you know, there are some wonderful quotes out there and a lot of them you see over and over again. You have hundreds of quotes in here that are unique, really unique quotes. I was going through as I was getting ready and prepping for her call, thinking, how am I going to pick? I can't even pick any because they're There are so many that are so thought provoking and just different, but I chose to just do the last one because I think the last one is, it's a great summary of what this book is about and what this book can, can be for somebody. And it says this, it's by be divine, be divine. How lovely is that (laughs) to all the girls who no longer believe in fairy tales or happy endings. You are the writer of the story. Chin up and straighten your crown. You're the queen of this kingdom and only you know how to rule it. I love that. Yes. Um, Again, getting back to be who you are. You know, this is your life. This is your truth and celebrate that. Share it, you know, stand in your light and, um, and I'm glad you mentioned the quotes. I, in the five years of coming up with excuses not to write the book, <laughs> I collected a lot of quotes that really just impacted me and were thought provoking and really spoke to what I was going through. And so um, there was a lot of thought into what went into this book, hoping that again, it would be something that would resonate with all women, depending on what situation they were going through. And it it absolutely does. Catherine, if somebody's interested in the book, I'm sure we've intrigued them enough by this point that they're thinking, I want to get a copy. Where can they, where can they find your book? (laughs) It's on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will say this, it did hit um, in its debut release. It did hit number one, new release in a few categories and number one bestseller in some categories. So it's had a lot of positive response. Yeah, really, really successful already as it's just come out of the gate, uh, just been out on the in and pu- ready for public to buy in just a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, congratulations on all of that. Thank you. Huge, huge success. And only the beginning because there's so much yes. more behind this. Catherine, as we come to a close today, I could talk about all of this <laughs> for a lot longer. There's so much um, about being women and, and how to support each other in here that we could talk for a long time. But but as we come to an end, I do like to share the phrase, it just takes one and, and what it means to each person and each author that we interview. So I'm just curious after going through this process and you know the, the books and, and what you're working on, what does the phrase, it just takes one mean to you? I love that question, Kelly, and I thought a lot about it. And I keep going back to the simplicity of it just takes one woman having the courage to speak up, to be true to who she is, to um, own her story without apology, to inspire, motivate and empower all the women around her. I think it just takes one. I love that. I love that. Every time I ask that question, it's a different answer. And every one of them is so profound. But that's the first time anybody's ever said it just takes one woman. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you. 
Catherine, if people are interested in following you or learning more about you, where can they find you? Um, I do uh, my website, CatherineLowens.com, and then I do have a Shine On You Crazy Diamond Facebook page um, where I do updates on the book and share quotes from the book and different stories, um, opportunity for women to share things that they're going through as well. Um, and then again, my book is on Amazon. Fabulous. I will make all of that gets into the show notes. I look forward to everything that this book does and all the doors that open to you because of it. And I thank you. Thank you for being along this journey. It's just been phenomenal to work with you. And, and I'm so happy that you've got this book that you're so proud of. It's a beautiful, beautiful book, but it's been really just a pleasure to work with you. Well, Kelly, I have to thank you too. I, um, when I, I meant it when I say I do believe the universe puts in your path what you need. And um, I know that you were who I needed to complete this project and not just the book, um, you know, your published to print program, but just the process of being able to work through it and go grow through it. Um, and I do really honestly believe that anyone that wants to put themselves out there and finally make that commitment to go through that process really would benefit by working with you guys. It, I just had nothing but a positive experience and I pushed you guys. <laughs> Once I get my mindset, I want to get it done and you guys just made it happen and you worked just with me and it was just fabulous. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love that somebody that's really an action taker. And you know, you did once you got, once you knew you were on fire, you know, you wanted it done and Absolutely. You do that. And uh, again, thank you. It's been a pleasure and best of luck as you keep going forward. Stay in touch. Thanks Kelly. You too. Shine on you, Crazy Diamond. I love that title. And I was really glad that Catherine was able to explain why she chose it and how important those words are for us as women to remember our strengths and to remember that light inside of us, even when things get hard and the crown feels heavy. A couple of things I just want to point out as we close out this episode Catherine talked a lot about what it was like to write her personal story and some of the challenges that came with that, not only in just the uncertainty of putting out your own story for the world to see, but also because your story impacts other people. Your story is not your own. There are so many other people involved. And as you share it, you're bringing them into it as well. And that can lead to some uncertainty about the best way to do that. Catherine is not the first author I've worked with that has expressed that. In fact, many of our authors talk about what it feels like to be vulnerable and the conversations that come up with other people when they really talk about sharing the story. If you are someone who has wanted to write your own story, but has been afraid of it for any of those reasons, then I hope you go back and re-listen to this episode. The way that Catherine worked through it is an inspiration to all of us. And above and beyond that, her book is an inspiration. 
I love quotes and I can honestly say she has some of the best quotes I've ever read in this book. Some that I've never heard of, but I guarantee that every page there is something that will motivate, inspire, or leave you thinking and feeling better. So I hope you'll pick up the book. I will put the links in the show notes for you. And if any of this inspires you to go ahead and start writing your own book, then please reach out to us at Scripter. Head to our website at scripterpublishinggroup.com and sign up for a consultation so we can talk with you, answer your questions, and help you create a plan to share your story. For today, I am signing out. Thank you as always for joining us and I will see you here next week in an episode with another one of our many authors.